0: coming popular lar and-
1: Back to Two Day Dream Believers podcast. This is an 18 your host tonight, and we are kicking off our sixth and final season today. Yay! Um, and uh, we are doing kind of an interesting special podcast tonight where we are kind of bridging the gap between season five and season six because i think for a lot of people it was kind of this shocking like wait a minute how did we get from this very nice season five ending to this kind of jarring and depressing season six opener and so um we're gonna go ahead and jump in and talk about how that happened and why that happened and what we think happened um so yeah and with me i have some really great guests to join me in the conversation tonight if they would happily introduce themselves um, hi,
0: i'm mel. Um,
2: 47 mel 47 on tumblr Hi, uh, i'm perfect and emily on tumblr. Uh, you can call me Annie.
1: Awesome. Welcome back to the podcast guys. Um, so yeah So we're talking about uh season five and season six and that summer that ambiguous summer um between the two of them and Let's kind of do a refresher of the end of season five first. So we have um, We have Carton and Blaine who are in the loft And they Have re-solidified Their trust in each other And the relationship seems solid And they're living in the loft And Rachel's going to move out and do her TV show Oh, I guess maybe that's my first question For you guys What do you think Do you think that Rachel living in the loft Or not living in the loft had any impact on their relationship do you think things changed after she left or before she left or I guess I will leave that open what do you guys think I'd imagine I mean like
0: I got the impression that she would have left pretty soon after like getting that job like she wouldn't have been there for that much longer so Mm -hmm. at the end of season five she got the job she was moving to LA Blaine had only just moved back in that's Mm -hmm. the sort of timing I got with it Um so like her, she would I don't think she would have been she wasn't there for any of it, for any of the issues. Because she was completely unaware of (laughs) any issues between the two of them whatsoever. That's true. She she was. She was in her little Rachel bubble. Um so (laughs) I don't yeah, so whether her not being there played into it, I don't I don't know. But she definitely wasn't a part of it.
2: That's right. Yeah, Uh, I, I think so too, because um uh, they lived together in New York, so I feel it it would have been natural for them after they had the the trust talk in um, in uh, the last episode that they would move in back back in together, no matter whether she was there or not. Um, so I, I think it it would be um, it would be like it was no matter if Rachel were there or not. i think she uh, yeah like mel said she wasn't really um a part of their relationship or she didn't um she didn't influence kurt as much i feel he wasn't he wasn't talking to her about things and she wasn't like supporting them directly not i maybe she did like off screen but i didn't feel she was like supportive of their relationship as much in canon so so i feel like what happened would have happened without her or with her there mm-hmm. um yeah and also i think like uh, compared to santana i feel she was like very invested in them being together so her being there or not would have influenced it but not rachel in the same way no i don't think so
1: yeah. well and i'm kind of wondering like how soon so we have a kind of a timeline we know that um in beginning seasons of oh sorry at the end of season five rachel says we're going to meet at the spot in six months and we know that six months from then uh, in the fall kurt's going to go back to that spot so we have the six months gap essentially is what we're kind of covering um how soon do you think the problem started between them. I mean, let's say, uh, can, can we just discuss the timeline bit beforehand? Oh, sure, or, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I think I, I used to. Um, I actually uh, sort of joined Glee fandom uh, during the New York arc in mm-hmm. uh, season five. So this was like the first time I was actively participating in everything, Glee and behind the scenes things and filming and seaside Tumblr and everything so i remember there was this post with the key timeline and they sort of figure out that the uh, new york arc started sort of in i don't know around december january 2014 and then there were some clips i think from um from a newspaper something that was set in march april so i feel like the 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 shows had it was supposed to be six months, but I think like if you looked at small small details from, I think the opening night or something, you could see that was in May. So it in reality, like if you um, look at the details, I think it was only three months. But I you know I can sort of pause August for three months if that's necessary for the timeline to work. But I think that was why a lot of people were confused. In the beginning, I was personally very confused because I was thinking, I didn't know about homecoming. It's not a Norwegian tradition. So for me, I was like, hmm, is this in January the next year? Or how How? how long did this take before uh, between um, the last episode of season five and the first in season six? So I think for a lot of people, if you were really looking into the the timeline they were showing us, that the gap didn't make any sense. Um, I think it's
0: yeah. It's pretty well established that Glee exists in its own timeline. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I know.
2: Does. And yeah, and I know. But just still. It, I mean. it was. Um, I think we didn't really get a confirmation uh, about the timeline for the season six until I think there was an episode, sectionals episode, where they set like twenty seventh or twenty fourth of October. So then we knew it was the same fall. But until then we didn't really know if it was the same year, even though they said six months.
1: So Well and and Sue's gonna have her calendar in the heart locker. So she has a calendar and she's points specifically to the day. Um, yeah, that the, those, that the Hurt Locker episodes take place because they take place in one week. And, um, but yeah, for the most part, uh, I, you know, I know that Starkey Hag and I have, like, <laughs> gone to battle over the timeline. It ultimately doesn't, I mean, like, I think everybody's headcan is, uh, is valid because Glee's timeline is ambiguous at best. So, I, you know, you can make a case for six months and you can make a case for three months and, um,
2: yeah, to me, it's it's not like important if it's six months or three months. I just feel that like my head can is based on it being six months, but it doesn't really make sense in the timeline. But <laughs> how much has happened between, and how long did it take to, for Blaine to move out and for Blaine to move on? <laughs> so all of these things. If if it was only three months, then things things will probably feel very rushed, but six months is more, uh, sort of natural timeline. So it's, I just think my head can, is sort of based on my, uh, acceptance that the May till September was really six months. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. I guess
0: I've always, so it was, it was oh, at, at the end of the, cause I'm just trying to,
2: <clears throat> I usually don't think about
0: like time cause it hurts my head. Um, <laughs> um, the end of season five was that like halfway through
1: Blaine's freshman year. Yeah, that would have been the end of, of Blaine's freshman year. The um, end. Well, like the because like, I've had canon. I know, and it looks too warm to be this, but I always had canon. The end of season five in May, Aprilish time period of okay. six months. But so then gap. it
0: would have to. We would have to have six months for them to go through the summer to go back to school and for Blaine to fail out.
1: Well, yeah, like, he would have failed out at the end of the year, um, end of his freshman end of, year. But yeah. if the
0: end of season five is the end of his freshman year.
1: Yeah, but he probably still has a couple more
0: weeks.
2: Would you fail out in just a couple, like, by that point well, of I mean, the school year? Maybe just in turn up for his exams?
1: Yeah, like you don't. Yeah, but we
2: just exams. have to, you know, trick it to to to, to fit what Glee told us in season six, six. I think just it's impossible to you know fit correctly into the timeline that they used in season five. So um,
1: yeah, I always had canon. He failed out of his exams. Like he didn't do any of his exams right. And you know, I mean, Carmen Thibodeau. But then to once, me, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, because oh, sorry,
0: like if. I don't see them completely, is it like their relationship completely crumbling within a few weeks? To me, okay. that would take like that would need more time to, for them to get to the point where they got
2: to, at the to what the we breakup. saw in that flashback.
0: Okay,
2: I, just, I, I just, uh, I just, I uh, just looked through my uh, Tumblr and I found that the opening night episode was April 24th that spring and then there were three more episodes that season so they couldn't possibly have broken up until the end of May but that was just after they moved in so yeah but I think we're just disgusting like <laughs> I think this is yeah enough. I think and the, the rat just didn't have any clue, yeah think.
1: it's probably not best to get to attach to specific <laughs> dates <laughs> just because like yeah I mean we have the we've got facts as in Blaine is gonna fail out whether that means he you know I, I was gonna mention Carmen Thibodeau like completely drops that one chick for singing like at the beginning of season four when Rachel's does her first you know thing, oh yeah the during the yeah, yeah. right saying, yeah. and and she's like, you know, there's one girl singing and she's like, you know what? You didn't do anything over the summer. You're out. So You're I mean, link. goodbye. yeah is, <laughs> n- 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 doesn't make any sense as a school oh, yeah. anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what they're, but I mean, yeah, I guess it comes into the next question is how, you know, how long did it take them to start having problems? What kind of problems were they having to lead Kurt to want to break up? I mean, it it feels. I mean, I don't know. I guess it comes into the question of: Do you guys think, first of all, that the the breakup in season six does it feel like it is something that organically came from something stuff that happened in season five and beforehand, or do you think this was kind of a hard thing to piece together because it <coughs> the writers wanted drama and it really doesn't make that much sense?
0: And I, there was we. I mean, we spoke about it in the um, Untitled Rachel Berry Project podcast in that there was clear evidence that this was going like there was links to this was going to happen you could pick up Mm -hmm. things that Kurt was you know about um even back to the end of season four when you talk about um Jan and her partner that they broke up twice and they got back together twice oh Um, yeah and then when we were talking on that podcast like Kurt at one point like actually you know he talks about um going to like when he's using the bird metaphors on Blaine about dropping something like a stone, that's what he's going to do to the relationship. And we had those, those couple of episodes leading up to it, you know, where their relationship wasn't necessarily as solid. And I think this, I mean, to me, this breakup is much more organic and makes a whole lot more sense than what we got from the season four breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can sort of, it's it's a shame that it was rushed because of the, the the shortened season, like, it would have been if we'd had the time to sort of play this one out more, I think it was, you know, there was a lot more in this than there was in the other one, mm-hmm. which that one came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of disagree, but we don't have to talk about the the breakup position before, but I, I think uh, I, I haven't listened, I probably should have I haven't listened to the um entitled Rachel Berry Project podcast, so I don't really know all you talked about there. But there's yeah, that's obviously signs in that episode and the previous episode that they haven't really talked through all of their issues, even though like blaming the out and all of those things. But I do think and you probably talked a lot about that as well, that um Because they weren't sure that they were going to be renewed for season six. They wanted them to be together uh, in the end of season five. Mm
1: -hmm. I think Uh, we did. do we talk? I'm blanking a little bit, Mel. I think we did talk a little bit about how there might have been a breakup in this particular season finale. But since they shortened it, they decided to keep everything nice and on a happier note at the end of season five. I'm I'm not sure if we touched on that. We yeah, spoke about how I it think
0: felt like a series finale, like like it it had a finale vibe
2: to it,
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, how actually, that would be
0: completely unsatisfying.
2: It could <laughs> absolutely, have been for me. It could have been this series finale, and it's not like um, I love season six. Uh, I love the uh, reconciliation trope, uh, but I think season five, the finale, could been uh, could worked as a finale for me. Like because I feel they sort of tied up a lot of loose ends, but I do see that there were issues for and Blaine that weren't pop- probably um, prob- they weren't properly uh, sort of fixed, and I think they sort of smoothened over, over a lot of their issues because they wanted them to have wanted them to be together if there were no more episodes. Um, if that was the series finale, uh, so I feel uh, if um, if they if they knew knew that there were going to be six seasons, I think they would have broken them up in the end of season five. I think so. I feel there were so many hints about that um, in the entire New York arc um, that that would have made sense to me and of course season 6 was also so rushed because it was only 13 episodes so i feel that they had some sort of a story that they wanted to tell but they didn't have the time so they sort of um they they did what they could um and i think it i think it worked that they they pushed the breakup The second breakup um, till the beginning of season six.
1: Yeah, and I think it was. I remember it being such a shocking thing at the time. Like, you know, (laughs) what are they breaking up again? This doesn't make any sense. What is you know? And I think kind of going through like really sitting down and really looking at season five and really like plotting it out. And I, you know, I wrote that fic, which I'll, I'll plug and I'll plug Mel's wonderful video. If you've not seen, you can just ignore my fic, but go see Mel's video. It's awesome. Um, (laughs) You should not
2: (laughs) ignore your (laughs) fic because that was the really good one that Um, made sense to
1: me. (laughs) But uh, it's, It really started, I'm like, oh, you know, there there. a lot of people felt at the time of season five, you know, Clayton doesn't feel right. And, you know, I think we're not going to get into, like, anything that goes on behind the scenes. But, I, you know, a lot of people were just like this, you know, and a lot of people going into season six, oh, this starts to feel like Kurt and Blaine again. And I think there is this unsettling element to season five, even though we get so much amazing stuff, they still aren't on the right page. And I think that, Um, Season six is going to fix a lot of those issues Um, But I think the basis of the breakup is there Yeah Um, So but so yeah so we get this kind of you know Yeah how long after possibly Rachel left the loft that they're living together do things fall apart and mel you mentioned You know you feel like it would have taken a lot longer than a couple of weeks Do you want to elaborate on that maybe a little bit? Well, yeah, I'm just like I just for it to get for like the point of that
0: breakout, the the, the state the state that Kurt was in at that point, that's not something that I would feel that he would get to. He's not just annoyed in that scene; like he's just at his wits end. To me, that's not going to take like a few weeks that was left to get to that point. And sort of in sort of in my head now, because you're the the break. Like the summer break would be about three months, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, I, yeah. So, like, if they've got, let like, you know, the two of them summer break by themselves in this city, Rachel's gone. Whatever the freak, Artie's doing because he seems to fly. <laughs>
1: he's
0: off. He's off. You know, he's
1: doing all this directing.
0: He's doing all the women. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> moving on from. <laughs> um, you know, if you the two of them in their pockets, all of a sudden. Perhaps, you know, as irritating as she might have been, Rachel would have formed some kind of a buffer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that, because, you know, that that was Kurt's initial issue.
2: It was the always together. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were, it was always there.
1: Yeah. Um, uh,
2: if they were together all summer by themselves, that would yeah. definitely trigger his, like, At irritation. Some- yeah.
0: And to me that, that, okay. So let's, so it's, you know, it's over the summer. Um, I'm just trying to think in, I can't even, I should have rewatched this episode when Blaine arrives for the dinner with the breakup. Has he been, he's been doing wedding stuff or has it, because of he's
1: been doing wedding st- wedding yeah. stuff. Cause okay. they, he said, um, he said they they had picked a date for labor day yeah. and they found it, found it. Pretty. What's your labor day? uh september early september
0: the first okay. weekend of september so okay just to clarify, so would school be back then or would it be just before school goes back
1: well we okay so colleges normally they'll get yeah. out in may um so like the first week of may is usually finals and then the last week of august is usually when we go back when how would they plan their wedding for like the first week back at school that's Tuesday.
0: <laughs> idiots <laughs> So, so yeah, now this is starting to form for me. So that makes sense that they it's over the over the summer break. Yeah. (laughs)
2: This has happened. Then this breakup has happened. Isn't that like the first of May? Mm Oh, that's America.
1: Memorial Day. Oh, well, Memorial Day we get Memorial Day is we celebrate the veterans, the US veterans. Um and that's usually the last weekend in May. Um and Okay, because no. her,
2: like uh, first of May is like the International Labor Day. Oh. Yeah, wherever that
1: That's Labor Day in
2: March our Labor Day uh, European thing.
1: Our wow. Labor Day is March. Uh, uh,
2: yeah. Okay. I guess
1: it makes much more sense if you under, or, are familiar with the American calendar, kind <laughs> 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 like, um, yeah. yeah, it would have, you know,
0: taken, you know, a month or two to build up. Um, the breakup happened and then as you, like, and then Blaine failing out within,
2: you know, early on in the school year. Maybe he didn't go back to school. Or maybe he, he like the, I, uh, the
1: uh, energy. I, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on, we can eat and we can go down both trains of these thoughts because um, when I did, I know when I wrote about it, I had them um, breaking up by the end of the school year. So Blaine fails out at the end of the school year and they have the summers alone. And okay. I think that that's <laughs> what I based my whole story on, but oh. it's not the only, no, no, no. It's, my it's important that it's like it's not the only headcanon that's plausible and i think it's valid to talk about all of the various scenarios that that we could have gone down so so yeah um so yeah let's talk about um um let's say let's talk about that scenario let's say kurt and blaine were to get like and Blaine failed it at the beginning of the year Instead of the end so like maybe the breakup Is fresher by the time Season six starts compared to my My uh, thought about it in my Story so yeah they have all this Time in the loft Together they're kind of alone together Um but I think the biggest issue Is that they're not talking To each other or at least Kurt's not opening up about his feelings And that's kind of nuts.
2: But it you be like he be working on Vogue still. to so sure. the plane's alone all summer. Like, in the loft, just feeling that he's put his whole life on sort of pause.
1: Uh, We've get a You know, these two are just not on the same page and we have a Kurt who's feeling pushed and feeling like he's not in control of his his relationship or his future And you know the more that blaine tries to cling on because he he can sense kurt pulling away Blaine clings on even harder, which causes kurt to pull away even harder and neither of them are talking about it so this continues as a vicious cycle and I think that leads us to the breakup. Yeah. So. Yeah, and
2: uh, I think uh, didn't uh, Kurt and Bert talk about it in the beginning of uh, during love, love, love in the car that mm-hmm. um, he were not he were not ready. So I could imagine that explaining her. He's been talking about the wedding and everything, like the commitments and everything for so long. And I think Kurt could feel trapped, sort of. It feels bad to say trapped because, you know, he's in a relationship with the person he loves, but he still could, it could overwhelm him.
1: Well, and I think this ties into and you guys can completely say if you don't agree, um, I think this does tie into the first breakup. I think that they got back together and then bam they're engaged. And there was no time for Kurt to, you know, get comfortable with his position again with, you know, he was still having trust issues all the way up through season five with Blaine. And that's a year and a half, two year I mean, contending on how the stupid timeline works, but it was a considerable amount of time. And And so, you know, Kurt had his doubts in in the first episode of season five in Love, Love, Love. And he never really expressed those doubts to Blaine. He just went ahead with it and kept going with it and kept going with it.
2: And also, uh, you probably talked a lot about, I think I remember you talked a lot about this during Love, Love, Love. But uh, Kurt basically got together with his boyfriend and... uh, um, whom he loved, but then, like, a couple of days after, uh, his boyfriend proposed, and it's like... <laughs> it's. I think it would have been incredibly difficult to say no, mm-hmm. because you want to be with them. Uh, you just... Even if you're not ready for that kind of commitment, you want to be with them, so you don't want to have their feelings. So I think he felt sort of forced to... Of course, he wanted the wedding and he wanted the extremely uh, fairytale-ish proposal. But I just think, I think he felt he couldn't say no if he wanted to get back together with Blaine in the beginning of season five. So this whole wedding, even though he will always be the person who wants that kind of wedding and that kind of proposal, he was never ready for it to come so quickly. So I think that plays a part of his... Well. Um Mm -hmm. well I just everyone uh uh, who loves Blaine, please don't like bash me for this. But I just feel like i Blaine didn't really read Kurt in the best way when they got back together in the beginning of season five. So and I don't of course I don't mean like he was forced like in the literal way. He was just I think he felt sort of he had because he wanted so much to, back, to get back to get together with Blaine, so he sort of said yes to something else But he wasn't. He weren't there yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think likewise, you have Blaine, who is, you know, he wants to fix things and he wants to make sure they're okay and make sure they're okay. And he, Blaine, on the other hand, I think gets so caught up in, you know, I have to. You know be with Kurt and I want to make this work And I want to make this perfect and I want to make this perfect And he just kind of Goes pushes too far And he doesn't himself Trust that this is you know he's so Afraid of making a mistake again That he's overcompensating
0: so. Yeah And he's all as, as we spoke about It's He's He doesn't think about himself It's sort of it's all It's Kurt and it's them together we spoke about him, you know, that he needed this breakup because he needed to to sort of be on his own, you know, build himself up before he, you know, they could come back together because he was sort of oh, like really, really focused on Kurt and really, really focused on the two of them together and he kind of got lost in that. Yep.
1: Yep. All right, so let's talk about... We, we, we've got them, they break up Now they're on two individual paths So let's talk about that um, So let's talk about Kurt first So Blaine's out of the picture, he's gone And mm-hmm. Kurt is on his own And so we have a lot of interesting open possibilities here we've got you know when does you know Kurt can't stay in the loft paying that by himself where does he go you know what does he do in the city when he's pretty much on his own and wait what do you you mean Kurt
0: can't afford it it's glee world they can afford it (laughs) he and rachel afforded it could afforded it oh good english melissa um (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the fact that Kurt and Rachel could have um, afforded it in the first place.
1: That's true. With neither of them with the job. Yeah. Well, I mean, her dads were paying for it. So, but I always, yeah. (laughs) But no, I agree. They should not have been able to afford that. Um, (laughs) Well, but then, okay, so do you think, I guess I'm asking, what do you guys think happens between, you know, they break up and then, oh. you know the next time we see Kurt He's doing pretty well Um kind of Going out there doing his Thing and dating trying to Date again he's like okay I'm ready To do this again so there's a lot Between the break you know. Yeah um I mean that's a f- I mean because the
0: question is so like they've broken up Um The thing like <sighs> Between Them breaking up and then Blaine failing out and Blaine returning to Lana. I mean, can't like was he still staying with Kurt during that time? Because where else would have Blaine gone during that point in time?
1: Blaine could have gone home. I always assumed. I mean, but then you can. There's so no. many possibilities. You can say, like Blaine stayed in the loft. You could say he stayed in New York for a while. He could say he went right back home. Um, but it's like, yeah. well, he didn't go straight. He didn't go straight back home because he had to fail out first. Yeah,
0: so I guess in, that depends on okay, on how, on how that took. Um yeah. in any timeline because even with your timeline there was there still would have been a period of a few weeks that it would have taken for him to
2: right screw that up. Would they he could have broken been, up and he could have been super stressed before his exam the next day. Like yeah. It, maybe it, he, it could have been something like that as well and that would yeah. have taken
1: I mean there's a possibility time. he could have stayed with Artie. Um I don't necessarily see him with the way Curt and Blaine act in season six toward each other when they first meet. It feels like the that meeting in Scandals is the first time they've seen each other in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm wondering um, if he moved out. Yeah.
0: I mean, we know Kurt has Elliot, and I know you play. You know, you look at that. You know, you know, a lot in your feet But to Wait. me, that makes. Like, we, we're going to assume that Elliot is back from his yoga retreat. Um, <laughs> he was at the yoga retreat, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if not, um, Kurt could just lent his apartment to he was away. So yeah. <laughs> it works either way.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Good point. So we know
0: that at least Kurt has that person that he can either go stay with or have come stay with him or right. help him figure it out. But we never saw Blaine Forge... Any friendships outside of the the Glee the Glee group?
1: I wonder uh, if there's a possibility that Kurt could have stayed with Isabel too. I mean, he, she is another person. Or yeah. did Kurt make actual friends at NYADA? Other, I mean, not really, because he didn't seem like he did. But I, I mean, I, there it seems like Kurt has a network of people with the New York. Yeah.
0: And Blaine yeah. doesn't. And Blaine doesn't, which is why yeah. you know it makes total sense that he goes home, mm-hmm.
2: that he leaves, and he goes to Lima because it's sort of you yeah. Know, but don't you think it could be like uh, they could have sort of a fight or something, and Kurt would leave, go to Elliot to go to Isabel or someone, and Blaine will would just stay in the loft alone and go like completely break down when he's yeah. there. That is the and, possibility that he doesn't really come back for I don't know a couple of days and then blames just this doesn't work for me I have to yeah. I have to leave I have to go find Sam or find Tina or I don't, I don't know somebody.
1: That's a uh, really I think interesting Kurt
2: way the person who could just leave because he's angry or because he's he feels trapped so he just leaves like um he did in didn't he do that in Tested as well when they fought.
1: Oh, well, he mm. left Blaine's apartment. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but it, like in the same way that he just, they fought and he just left because he sort of he needs his space when he's really angry or upset. Say. And he left. But and then Blaine he did. Back
0: to Blaine. But Blaine did that in New York
2: when they fought. Blaine was the one
0: who. Oh, liked. okay.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the other yeah. way yeah. around. But I still well, think that's a possibility. It is a possibility. I mean, I've always thought just because it was Kurt's loss first that. And Blaine never really felt like he belonged, that Blaine would be the one to leave. But there is an open possibility to explore, like, what if Blaine was the one that stayed? What if Kurt got home and he was so mad he just left? And Blaine was alone in that loft for a while. And that was compounded that to, um, you know, failing out and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. there... Definitely a story, you know, an example of that I've, I've read. Fix where they have spent quite a lot of time being silent with each other in that loft. Um oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Which that's a lot of those were hard and really yeah, if you just had a like,
2: breakup episode <laughs> when they were just in the bed together, just not talking yeah. and just turning around from each other. Yep. And, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So. Wow, <laughs> this is <laughs> such a this is a podcast right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. oh man, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Blaine eventually goes and and Kurt. I think the biggest thing for me, and and you know, you can do this. This you know, it's completely open to what you know possibilities that he could have done. But I think the biggest thing is that Kurt doesn't deal with his breakup. Mm-hmm. I think that Kurt's goes through and he starts you know thinking about school again and eventually he gets to the point where he's like you know what i can date again and and he is not he's you know compartmentalized blaine and that part of his life and put it on a shelf in the back of his mind and doesn't think about it
0: yeah he's got he's got so much going on in new york like if he's still at vogue he's he's working at the what he's still doing stuff with the the old folks home isn't he because that's going to be mm-hmm. his his project yep. um you know if Elliot's back then you know maybe the bands, you know got a little bit of a revival going on he has people he has things to do which as you said like he can just distract himself mm-hmm. from um and sort of then convince himself okay then I'm fine I'm happy I'm ready to move on and it's not until that he opened himself up to that possibility to go you know on those dates that it was like right. shit. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Uh-oh. laughs> no. And that's, yeah, why it sort of took took him, him so long to yeah. realize that he'd done messed up.
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, because I know Kurt gets criticized a lot, like, you know, how did you not know that you hurt Blaine's feelings? So he's sitting there crying in front of you. And I feel like it's, you know, Kurt was so ready to do his own thing his own way and he was so stuck in his own mentality that he just was not paying any attention and Mm. yeah so that summer that whatever time length that you think that it is um yeah he's just doing his own thing and i i do think though that you know and this is just my own I don't know if there's a lot of canon to um To support this but I do Think that he is also Lonely despite the fact that there Are like Isabel and Elliot and Other characters that he can interact with Like Matt and Maggie and the old folks home I think that without Rachel There with you know Artie's not really A close friend Mercedes I- Mercedes is not There but also like Blaine was his Best friend like Blaine was the person he talked To all the time and I think that you know when You know in the quiet times when he Was by himself which is what he Always wa- he wanted to be alone and Have a space and whatnot He did miss that Aspect of having a relationship Of having somebody there to come home and talk To I think that's part of Kurt's Character Yeah. Oh mm. um, So yeah let's talk about Blaine then uh,
0: So sort of, oh. I mean Oh, what were
1: you going to say? Oh, no, no, go ahead. Were you, did you have, I didn't want to like cut somebody off if you have more to say on card or whatever. No, no, I've got stuff okay. to assemble. Okay. Me or you? Yeah. No, go ahead, Mel. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sort of,
0: Lane's <laughs> <laughs> kind of, from it's sort of the, the agenda that you sent out was sort of, you know, you sort of said like, um, you know, is he really doing okay at the beginning of season six and, um. I kind of feel like, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, from from what we saw from in these little flashbacks and things like that, he really, you know, he grieved that relationship and and he went to a pretty dark place. Um, and he built himself up before he started before he moved on with somebody else. Um, so to, he's sort of. We've, he's Blaine's always really, really confident when it comes to performing and putting on acts and things like that. But we see him as a much more confident person when it comes to dealing with other people, and especially with Kurt. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't, um, he stands his ground, and it's it's he's more of his, his own person at 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 the start of season six. And so, um, yeah, I do feel like he's doing he's he's okay. And he would have continued, sort of traveling, okay, like being okay, like being fine, had Kurt not come back. Do you know what I mean? He would have been able to would keep going and and whatever. Um, So, in terms of, of of his mental state, yeah, that breakup the breakup devastated him, and and you know we saw those clips of him unable to play music and 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 crying and things like that. But. He went through that process, and and he came out of it on the other side. Of well, and a I much think
1: person. Blaine. Blaine processed it in a way that Kurt yeah. didn't. Blaine <laughs> went to therapy. I mean, yeah, Blaine was devastated because the one thing that he did not want to happen happened, and yeah. but the thing is, yeah, and he, he he reached that depression state. However, he went to therapy and he started working on himself and he started surrounding himself with you know people who cared about him and who needed him and you know he really worked through it and i know and we'll probably get more into this when we get really into the meaty stuff of season 6 i know people are like krawski what the hell that's just you know mm-hmm. the I feel like I want to keep repeating people as we talk about Blanovsky going forward that Karofsky is a different person and a different character at when we meet him in season six. Yep. Um, he's got years past him. He's gotten past the bull. He got past the bully stuff kind of ends in, in, you know, at the, even at the end of season two, but um so the person that Blaine meets in that bar is not the same person that was in the high school um, So yep. you can almost look at it as a different character entirely um, mm-hmm. And no, I don't think Karofsky and Blaine were destined to begin together, but it was, you know A next step forward Blaine could date somebody and not be so intensely attached the way that yep. he was with Kurt Yeah Okay, I just uh, this,
2: is, this is kind of sad, but I I feel like um, Blaine felt that he sort of destroyed his and Kat's relationship uh, in the breakup, or well, yeah, uh, during the breakup, and perhaps he sort of never felt he got it back, like properly, Uh, because there were always things happening after they got together back together, like. Uh, in New York, where he moved out again and been tested, where they fought and didn't communicate properly, and in the untitled Rachel Berry project and everything with June, so on. So maybe I wouldn't say he would look at the curse in season five when they were still together, but he, I think, he felt like he broke something that couldn't be fixed. Um when he cheated and then sort of perhaps he sort of processed it like throughout season five as well because he never thought he he, perhaps he never thought he got it back for real I don't know um so that it was so because he had all already thought all these thoughts that they were never going to get back, that they that he wasn't like, worthy. So when they broke up the second time, he was sort of prepared. I think that could be um, the, I don't know, the depression the headspace Blaine has sometimes, that he could have been sort of mentally prepared for that to come. So that when they actually broke up in season six, then he was more... I don't know. Not ready to move on, but he was like, "Okay, I fucked it up uh, a long time ago, and now that this is just the way it has to be." Um, yeah, not not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not the blaming blame for the second breakup. I'm just thinking that I think he. Well, to me, it makes sense that he felt that he, he, sort of broke something. A long time ago, and then he never fixed it properly so yeah that's just me I'm sort of I'm a Kurt person I I I always feel I can identify more with Kurt than with Blaine but this still sort of resonates with me because I've had sort of the same process in my personal life so I think that what he did was sort of internalizing um the breakup and so maybe he felt like he never had Kurt back even though he did for some time. I don't know. Just my theory okay. <laughs> sad, so Sorry,
1: <laughs> um, I think because I'm trying to like uh, Think through what you're saying. I think that Part of the reason Blaine acted the way he did was because Kurt was closed off Kurt never really gave Blaine back his whole heart and so Blaine is trying to make sure everything's perfect. And I do think that once the second breakup happened, he kind of like Kurt came off that pedestal. Kurt was no longer, you know, just the everything of his being. Kurt and, and, and Blaine learned to live without Kurt, which was the biggest, you know, one of the biggest like things. He, like I didn't have any more to give. So Yeah Mel what do you think In terms of The like Blaine um, Feeling That he he, you know That it was already something broken to Begin with as we they go through Their second time of being together
0: In season five Mm -hmm. Um I, d-
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't, know. Yeah. I've never sort
0: of thought about it in, in.
1: In those terms, in, terms before, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he, I mean, possibly, like, I mean, in Untitled Rachel Berry Project, when he does admit the truth, you know, you can just see how scared and how terrified he is of, oh, I've stuffed up again. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, you can see that moment of like complete and utter relief when Kurt forgives him in, in, the bird scene um but I don't I don't I haven't sort of necessarily thought about that feeling with him throughout the entire season and yeah. I
2: just feel I can just that. emphasize because I think it, I feel like he looks and acts sort of like a person who always has to give something extra you know he always has to be sort of compensate for the one thing he did sort of his like
1: i think that's also blaine's personality too though like blaine is gonna go out of his way i mean he does it with cooper he does it with sam he does it with like he is gonna try and make sure that he's giving all of himself to you at the uh expense of himself and yeah but that would
2: make it even more sort of even more important now because now he has to me he feels like he has to be like Perfect when they got back together in season five, and it's sort of a tournament. So, I don't know. To me, it, that's that's what I see when I see Blaine and season five trying so hard. Right.
1: Uh, but and I'm not, a, I guess I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that. I'm just, when the breakup happens, so, I mean, that's what, you know, it's Kurt's. Like, both breakups, there are issues on both sides, but ultimately, Blaine. Broke was the final like straw to break the camel's back the first time around and it's kurt's the second time around because like and I because blaine never really you know once Once the breakup happens blaine's you know, he he does his processing he goes through it and and when they meet up in season six, it's kurt's turn to You know i'm gonna ask for your forgiveness and blaine doesn't have anything to apologize for um not really uh, I don't know
2: Anyway Yeah but I think that was What what I was trying to say as well That he sort of felt he Had given his all mm-hmm. And When Kurt broke up with him the second time Then He didn't have any more to give Sort of Yeah
1: But yeah so yeah Then like I'm wondering How Kind of going in a different subject now. Um, I wonder how soon Blaine met Karofsky and started dating Karofsky. I mean, like, how long had he been in Lima? I think, like, second day. I believe it was very quickly. Oh, really?
2: Okay. Yeah, because I think um, I think Blaine would be the kind of person to do casual sex. Uh, well, obviously. Well, yeah, I. Yeah, and I, I think he
1: would do that just to, you
2: know, um, I don't know, uh, distraction something. Um,
1: let's talk about and, that for a second. That's that's an interesting avenue to go. Like, do you uh, like? There's a possibility Blaine gets back into Lima, and he has some casual relationships with a number of people. I, you know, I, it doesn't necessarily mean need to. He, you know, he meets. You know, Karofsky the second day. I am wondering if maybe he tried hooking up with a few people just to hook up. I don't
2: know. I think that's something Blaine could do. Even though I personally like, I think he he met right way. But I think that's something that fits Blaine's character because I think he's more. Um, I think it's possible for him more than Kurt to sort of have casual relations and to distance himself from that intimacy.
1: Well, and I guess I, I would frame it a little differently as in Blaine really craves physical attention in a way yeah, that Kurt, it's yeah. different for Kurt. So, Mel, you have any opinions on that?
0: Um, on how long before he met Krosky? Yeah. Um, I, I would say it as longer. Mm-hmm. I just i i keep going back to those glimpses that we get of him in his bedroom, in, I think it was the second episode of season six.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't see him going out anywhere in public in that sort of state. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, when, yeah
1: that's uh, yeah,
0: you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, like I totally, <laughs> okay, I totally agree. I totally agree out. with the whole, the whole yeah. casual sort of like the casual sort of thing. But you know when when he. He formed a relationship with Karofsky. He had to have had some time to get to the point where where he felt that he could do that. So I totally, like. I, I can totally see the casual sort of thing and can sort of look at him um, meeting some people and things like that before Karofsky. But he, to me, like, yeah, he needed time to sort of get through that before he would even feel like, like, he couldn't even play music. I can't imagine him sort of wanting to go to Scandals and dance and things like that. Um because it was Scandals, they met at Scandals, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was Scandals. A, it was yeah. a Bear Night or something? What was it? This
1: Bear Night at Scandals. <laughs> was it like a, a line, thing? Line, yeah, line dancing? Line, country dancing. Oh my um, God, there's yeah. Blaine yeah. with his little bow tie and sweater and he's plaid shirts. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah.
2: Um,
0: yeah, so that's sort of, yeah, that's how I sort of, like, I didn't, you know, that I mean, they'd obviously been together for some time, that they were, like, ready to sort of move in together within a few weeks of Kurt returning. I
1: think that was the reaction
0: to Kurt returning to though. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. yeah. To me, I'd almost sort of say I reckon he would have even started at Dalton before he... Um,
1: oh yeah, because developed his
0: relationship with Karofsky. Because to me, the, Dal, like Dalton would have been the place that really helped him heal. Yeah, like that's that you know that's where um, he's always like going to be boosted and supported by people around him, and you know he's Blaine. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, I would if I was sort of playing around with this, it would be after his return to Dalton was when he would form his relationship with Karofsky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because that sort of that would have been the pinnacle of his healing.
1: And do you get the the impression that it's very kind of breezy with Karofsky, too? Like, they met, and they kind of yeah. hooked up, and it was kind of, oh, is this is not too bad, and they just keep going, and it's not anything. I kind of see Blaine not putting strict labels on it, and not, like, you know, him just kind of... It, this is more of a casual yeah. relationship. Well, that's what he said. Was it?
0: Does he say to Kurt, I can't even let that, it's not, I have a boyfriend, I'm seeing someone? Yeah. 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 That's right. And yeah. It's, yeah, I, don't, but I like that's because, you know, Kurt and Blaine, are. they are, we love them for it. They're so intense and there's, you know, there's so much yeah. going on and the fairy tale and it's all that and we adore all of that and we love all of that. But, yeah, I can see that this is just sort of, this is just the chill, can hang out. Which curtain blind can do, but we don't necessarily get to see. But it yeah, it's that sort of much more doesn't have to invest all of himself into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. also like, Kurofsky could be very sort of comfortable being with and I know he 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 had like a fondness for Kurt, so he sort of he liked them. It just I think he just has this casualness around him. That makes him comfortable, and I don't know if you are going to talk about this a uh, lot during the uh, "loose like me" episode, but it's obvious that uh, Karowski is sort of the most opposite of Kurt you could probably you could get. <laughs> like, so, so it's um, well, it's not. Like I don't believe plane and Karowski being together because I, I like them together. Uh, it just it feels very obvious to me that blaine was looking for something completely different oh yeah that's why also i feel they could have hooked up the second night he was there like because i think blaine wanted something completely different because nothing (laughs) compares to Kurt, so he has to find something else to to relate to because he can't and, and that's why um you're yeah um I know a lot of people were talking about Sebastian and why wasn't he sort of uh, playing rebound, but I think that was he would have been way too similar to Care in so many ways.
1: well, that's what it, uh, um,
2: For that to work to me. Yeah, we can talk about that later if you want to. I can just, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> why I feel Kurovsky works so well because it, he just was something- obviously... <laughs> Something you from. said kind of clicked with me that like when they they're talking to and scandals They um, he mentions that th- they started their relationship off talking about kurt like blaine mm-hmm. is just and krosky Listens and I think that's it's been a while since anybody's listened to blaine really and um, so yeah, there's a lot of talking in the relationship and if it been sebastian um, Sebastian wouldn't have given a shit. He would have been like, okay, we did that. I'm I'm gone And I, I think blaine's smart enough to know that. So, yeah. um Uh krofsky, believe it or not, uh, does make more sense <laughs> It's twisted and weird, but yeah, it does Um, but, but yeah, he, he th- used to
2: like or even love We don't know Kurt, but he has like this fondness, this fondness for Kurt, and I think Blaine wasn't well. He was angry with Kurt, but I think he also needed to have like someone who. uh, It was good for him to talk to someone who liked Kurt as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think because I think if Sebastian had came uh, had come in and just, oh yeah, I'm so glad you got rid of the gay face. Then I think Blaine would have gotten angry. (laughs) Uh, So it feels like I think that they the thing that they bonded sort of over knowing Kurt, I think that was, uh, that worked for me, like, for how I see Kurovsky. I I, I really like Kurovsky. I I know a lot of people hate him, but I I really like the character, and I like his redemption arc. I like him. Yeah, like, for me, he's the kind of character that could sort of help Lane get over Kurt, because he knows Kurt, and because he's so different from Kurt.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of tying in, you know, what you said and what, what Mel said earlier that, yeah, I think Blaine, you know, his time away, he has really worked on himself. And, yeah, he was at a really low point after the breakup, but at the same time. He has had the chance to talk about his feelings and open up about his feelings and had people to talk to about those feelings and really work on himself in a way that Kurt didn't the whole summer or the, however long they were broken up. They, Kurt has been hiding from himself and I think that's really apparent when they meet back up in season six that Blaine has had a lot of self-reflection and Kurt hasn't.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: so, yeah. So, oh, one thing that I was wondering about, do you guys think that Blaine reconnected with Sam too and, and you know? Well, yeah, we get,
0: don't we get that little scene when he like tries his new hairstyle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and like, <laughs> what is he calling? Terrorist. Oh, no, <laughs> that's
1: the thing. Oh, no, he's like, I'm not into that dude.
0: I don't remember what he calls yeah. him, but. Yeah, because, um, yeah, yeah, if he, as soon as, yeah, as soon as he was back in, Sam would know he was back in Lima. He would have kept it, like, he would have been in contact with Sam. Sam would have known what had happened. So, yeah, he would have, it you know. He was going
2: in the beginning as well, but when Blaine was so low. Possibly. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm guessing kind of. Blaine did a little bit what Rachel did, and like shut himself away for a, for a while. Um, but when he came out of it, yeah, you know, Sam, Sam probably would have known and tried to like at least like send flowers or something. So.
0: He would have told Sam he was coming back to like he coming back to Lila. Hmm. I can't like he wouldn't be able to keep that that information. Yep To to himself That's yeah No See I didn't even think about Yeah him having Sam There with him in Yeah
1: That's because yeah. they just are, there's such little Sam and Blaine In season six I yeah. don't know why They decided to do that But there's just Not a whole lot of it But it's still there and They so. decided it was A good idea to put Sam and Rachel together Yeah I don't know about that <laughs> 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 Um So yeah Um I, it's such an interesting thing to really kind of do because I did, you know, I dug into Kurt stuff so much with my fic. I didn't really look at Blaine's and it's such an interesting contrast to look at how, you know, just how much Blaine has grown um, over that, you know, period of time and how much when we see Blaine in season six, how much more confident he is and how much mm. he's able to really I think he's really able to kind of be himself in a way that I feel like he hasn't really felt. That the fact that Blaine you know really Is kind of himself again And it just he's not so Lost in a relationship that you know And I and I think That he retains that as You know Kurt and Blaine get mm-hmm. back together Blaine remains Blaine Or at least that's my personal interpretation Yeah I'll hope so So mm. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um can I just,
2: uh, I don't know, you could cut this out if you want to, but when we do, we're discussing like Blaine and uh, uh, Korowski getting together, uh, I don't know, have you read that uh, thick? I think it's written by Flaming News. Oops, uh, hold on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say. Uh, okay, so this this uh, is this very dark thick. I think it's by Flaming News. And she wrote about this. I hope it's an alternative universe where sort of uh, Kurovsky emotionally manipulated Blaine into getting together because he wanted to get closer to Kurt because he was still in love, love with him and it set sort of in canon or in a parallel universe and I it was to me, it was very disturbing because I I like Karofsky. Uh but it sort of worked as well because it, it was so sort of an explanation why uh, why Karofsky wanted to get uh, get together with me and he was super manipulative and yeah it was a very dark flick and it was I don't it's not everyone's cup of tea but just it really uh fascinated by why Karofsky was interested yeah I didn't need to yeah, repeat this it's just you, you can catch yeah. well, okay. yeah, it yeah yeah, it's just uh, a recording but it was sort of a headcan and a, bla- and a Karofsky didn't have the good intentions by yeah. sort of getting together with plane, and I was Theres that thing. and for me afterwards, I can't really get it out to my head, so even though I love uh,
1: yeah well, and i I actually, yeah, I mean, while fanfic is there to serve all of the possibilities, and so I'm not ever unless it has to do with, you know, weird like dead birds, um I don't <laughs> I think that you're more than welcome to like go in any direction. And um, while there is a possibility, I actually think that krarovsky. Is a pretty noble person at this point and like his intentions are hey this guy's hot Uh, i've already slept with half of ohio. So, uh (laughs) cool (laughs) (laughs) And and yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I just
2: I I like the different takes. Um, yeah So, yeah,
1: uh Uh, Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else that you guys wanted to so we get the I guess we can just cap it off by we're in season six Mm -hmm. And so we're gonna get You know, yeah, we're gonna have the meeting of these two points. We have kurt who spent his summer basically Busying himself and not processing his breakup And not realizing just how much he was at fault for the breakup or why the breakup happened and you have blaine who's Kind of done his processing kind of gone Through you know the worst of it come out The other end and they're Going to intersect and Season six is kind of about what happens After that intersection So which is kind of awesome Yeah it is it's it's underrated I think that I like season Six I know you Know when it is jarring at first a lot of things Feel out of left field and a lot of things aren't complete Believe me when I talk about the wedding I will get to that But like I think that there's a really good story here. And I think the that first, the first eight episodes, it's a like the clean story, yeah. there
0: is really yeah. good and it's really solid.
1: And
2: well, yeah, yeah. yeah. and seven. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <In> my opinion, <laughs> yeah.
1: And but I, I think they do a, an actual decent job of you know, I, in, a, early on, we talked about how. There should have been more setup or there could have been more setup or whatever, but I actually i'm kind of glad they didn't I know that they Shortened the season to 13 episodes had we gotten the full 22 we might have gotten more You know, I think it was better that it was only 13 and I think it was better that They were really concise in their story because The story is not about how they broke up the story is about how they get back together for good yeah but isn't that the same thing they did in season
2: four? Because the breakup, even though they had like small hint during, yeah, like, uh, uh, well, probably a uh, bit in season three as well. But they had like makeover, which was a very bad episode for them together. And then the breakup happened very like ripping off a bandaid with the mm-hmm. cheating, so it happens very fast. And then you had basically from um, I don't know, from uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then they had this long reconciliation arc. So I think it's the same thing that they did. They sort of had the short breakup and then a longer reconciliation arc. And also, I just have to say that can you just imagine imagine the agony if they actually broke them up at the end of season five and then we had to wait. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm glad they didn't. I, and we did talk yeah, about this at I the end of died. season five. <laughs> um, that it feels like a nice capper, even if things are. Not as satisfying as they could have been Um, it it does feel like a a a nice solid ending to that particular act I guess um, but You know season six kind of moves them all the way and like all of that uncertainty and all of that kind of strange Unsettledness that is in season five that I think we can see a little bit clearer now That we are on this side of the show has been over for a long time. Um I, I I just Season six kind of wraps up that nice fairy tale story in a not quite perfect bow, but um, but yeah. But don't so. you think we? I think
2: I would always like more. That oh yeah oh yeah. I was I was happy with the with the story we got, and of course I would have had like ten seasons with Clay only, but I <laughs> I realized we couldn't have that. So I feel like uh, we got. A very decent uh, uh, building up, uh, <laughs> well, include, uh, up, to, the, up to episode
1: seven. Yeah.
2: Uh, so and look at I their.
1: Um, I mean, look at their their original story was about them getting together. Glee likes to tell getting back together stories or getting together stories. They're not really fond. They don't do breakups. Um, breakups just kind of happen. That's it. And they don't really do, I mean eventually was long game getting back together too. if that would have progressed as if You know, Corey hadn't passed away. So um yeah, and, and they, they also really, had
2: break next, like, very
1: suddenly <laughs> They they also didn't really do It's something that i've really noticed now that i've been doing the rewatch is they don't do together Couples very well like if you are a couple and you're together you're pushed to the background I mean season four look at britney and sam they're together almost the entire season and how many like moments do we get not really very much at all um i i actually forgot when i was watching uh guilty pleasures the other day that was yeah. oh yeah he, he was actually together with, <laughs> with me <laughs> so, so yeah. i i know people like to complain about Curtin blaine and yes i do believe season three has issues with the censorship but uh, they just don't they're not interested in telling stories about These couples being together They're interested yeah, in the that, That's not just season three
2: That's also like after original song They didn't get much Yeah in the that's, too, so.
1: Right But I mean really I mean Except for Finchel But Finchel always had drama They didn't really tell people's stories When they were together Even Will and Emma Didn't really get a whole lot When they were together um, So Yeah. So there we go. Um, Was there anything that you guys wanted to touch upon before I wrap things up?
2: Nope. No, not really.
1: Okay, um, so yeah, we kind of hopefully if you guys were a little confused about seasons five to six Hopefully this helped a little bit Um, if you guys want to hear more about the curse side of it I will plug my fic which is called with every broken bone And mel did a delightful video to that and you can check that out on Um on my page and on mel's page Uh, I know there are a ton of awesome other fics out there that kind of explore this time period um maybe i'll have people link that um during The break between season five and six and rewatch so people can check those out but I I think it's a really interesting time period of of like very ambiguous and open storytelling that we get to fill in so um, so yeah, I want to thank you guys for joining me and having this conversation about you know what was going on and filling in the blanks and and it's kind of the fun stuff the fun part of being a glee fan is I mean, yeah, it's frustrating when we don't get everything but it's also kind of fun to to fill it in ourselves, too so uh, Thanks for coming and doing that with me and then um, Next week, we will be back. We're actually going to be doing the script for never been kissed We're gonna do a little bit of a flashback before we jump into The we're gonna look at how it started <laughs> and then we get to see it end again after that so so awesome um so yeah we will be back sunday night and i'll hope you be there with us and have a great night
0: Bad, but now they're okay. You're only me or my, you're the apple of my eye, girl. I never loved one like you.
2: Found you hiding here, so uh, won't you take my hand,
0: darling? There's nothing that can stop you from becoming popular, Lar